What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Just Saying Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Martindale, and we have a fantastic episode for you this week uh, with the talented, the funny uh, actor extraordinaire Frankie Grande will be joining us shortly. But first, I want to let you all know that Mother's Day is right around the corner, and I know you have those special women in your life, and I want to give you guys a promo code for CozyEarth.com for 40% off your final order using promo code 40, that's 40Justin, J-U-S-T-I-N, for 40% off your final purchase. And I mean, they have some new colors, some new items that are gonna be available on their website, but please go check it out. It's the most comfortable thing you will ever put against your skin. Hypoallergenic, uh, temperature adjusting, bamboo fabric, I love them, shirts, towels, sheets, comforters, baby blankets, socks, you name it, it's there. Five years in a row on Oprah's favorite things. Trust me, you'll be so happy and so will the ladies in your life. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another week's episode of Just Saying with Justin Marndale. I'm Justin Marndale, and this week we are going to get gay. Yeah. There, I said it. Get gay, baby, get gay. <laughs> I am joined by a dear friend of mine. He is, I mean, my God, where do I even start? Like, producer. Right. You are in the new movie Summoning Sylvia, available on Amazon Prime. Uh, uh, Broadway um, singer. Reality star, entrepreneur, husband. It's oh, Frankie Grande. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful to be here. I, I mean, here's the thing. I have been running into you everywhere. All week. Yeah, it's <laughs> great. I'm obsessed. So um, you, I just want to start right off the bat with this um, amazing movie Aww. that I got to see and I'm so honored to see. It was so funny. It's called Summoning Sylvia, available on Amazon Prime. Yeah, everywhere. On, on um, Apple Roku, TV, Roku, Apple TV, yes. Voodoo, Hulu, Pornhub, not Hulu. Yes. Um, and <laughs> Anywhere where you can hit purchase or buy. Yeah, get into it. It's 2023. Yeah. You know how to do this by now. Yeah, exactly. You it's also rentable. for three years, yeah, you know? you can rent it if you want. Um, so it was over at CAA. Um, you had a screening there. And I honestly had no idea what I was getting into. Mm. I got the invitation and I was like, you know what? Let's go check it out. And I get there and it's like all of our friends. Yeah. I was like, Lance and Michael are there. Yeah. Shangela's there. You know. Shangela led a toast. I know. <laughs> I was like, all right, <laughs> this is this is my people. This yeah. is my tribe. And the movie is so wonderful. The cast includes, I mean, I have them right here, Michael Yuri yep. from Ugly Betty, yourself, Noah Ricketts, Travis Coles, Troy Iwata. Uh -huh. And it is so wonderful and it's unlike any movie that i've seen why because it's in the moment yeah it's just you want to tell us about it i mean and how it came to be i'm just sure. like sure no I'm, I'm obsessed with your gushing and i'm, I'm really really <laughs> grateful i get that a lot and you, <laughs> and you really did have beautiful words to say after it which was so great and i'm, I'm grateful that you were saying that you were surprised because i i do think people don't know what they're getting themselves into when they come into the theater but when they leave they're just laughing and oh. smiling and and of course now in your own homes you don't even need to go anywhere to laugh and smile which mm -hmm. is great and we need that today we mm -hmm. need that in these times times when we're gonna you know every day is a, a this and a that and you know we don't need to get to the dark place but it is nice <laughs> to have a little bit of cheer in the world and yeah. so this has been really a beautiful project for me 
And I'm so grateful that I said yes when Alex and Wes asked me to be in it. Mm -hmm. You know, they originally, we did a reading of it and they said, would you be in the reading? And I said, yes. And um, it was a completely different cast except for me. And then after that reading, Alex and Wes were like, yeah, we would like you to play the role of Nico. And I was like, thank you so much. Are you sure? And they were like, yes, we're sure. And I was like, great, thank you. And then, so basically they gave me my shot to be, you know, it's my first leading role in a film. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, they, they're they responsible for giving me my, you know, first shot in a movie, which is really great. Um, and uh, I'm grateful that the reception has been so positive ever yeah. since then. Yeah. It's really, really fun. And the thing that I liked about it, and you guys said this in the Q&A afterwards, first of all, the writing, yeah. the jokes um, are just so spot on and so fresh and so refreshing. Yeah. Fresh and refreshing. Yeah. Um, it's it's because, you know, you go into like gay cinema and, you know, no shade, but it usually deals with like a hate crime yes. or like, these are my feelings. Yeah. And this is my truth. And you're like, we get it already. Like, right. when do we go to happy hour? Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, you know, or like or something tragic happens. Yes. And this was just four friends mm-hmm. going to a an Airbnb for the weekend <laughs> to celebrate their friends uh a friend getting married. Yeah. And that's it. That's all you need to know. And the house might be haunted. Right. Exactly. And you're going to laugh a lot, which is oh. also like the most fun part about the whole thing. But uh, yeah, no, I totally agree with you. You know, like it's, it has been a struggle, I think for LGBTQ plus media and film to kind of break into mainstream because mm-hmm. I feel like uh, studios are really only interested in telling those stories that they think are Oscar worthy, which is, you know, Philadelphia or Harvey Milk, you know, we're at, you know what I'm saying? Like those are that's the, all you get, guys. That's, that's all, that, and there's nothing in between. Played for by L- straight men, right? It's played by straight men. Award mm-hmm. Oscars go to the straight men. You know, I, I make a joke in the BTS, which isn't out yet, but I was like, if if any of us were straight, we would be winning awards. But since we're all gay playing gay, we're not going to win any awards. No, back to the shadows um, we go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, but um, you know, so it is really nice to just be in a movie with gay people just existing that isn't about us being gay or yes. about our coming to terms with being gay or this that or the thing. It's just you know uh, friends it's mm-hmm. a story about queer friendship and um, I'm really hoping that this movie that some big studios do see this movie and say you know what like I wish we did get involved with summoning Sylvia and not, and not just be like an, it was a, an indie film you know and no studio wanted mm-hmm. wanted to you know uh, be the one that distributed it uh, like we're talking about studio like you know kind of how Fire Island did like with Fox Search right you know that was Hulu, so cool all that kind of stuff all that stuff so you know we're still a little indie film so I'm hoping now that it still has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, yes. which is absolutely insane. Which is because the straights haven't discovered it yet. Yeah, I know. With the when the Republicans do, please tell me no Republican. There's a Republican filter on this, right? <laughs> there is Let, a Republican. No filter. Republicans can hear no. this. Great. No. Uh, once they discover it, they're gonna start being like, it's a one percent thumb. No, but no, it's true. It's uh, has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Does. So um, I'm hoping that this leads to studios being like, you know what? We can just tell queer stories with uh, like and 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 have it speak to a large audience. It absolutely That's the thing does. about the film. It talks to everybody. Everyone it, leaves straight, gay, whatever you want. Uh, that whole audience was just, uh, at that screening was just diverse, gay, straight, yep. allies, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we all, the whole theater was laughing. And I honestly think this is going to be a nice indie sleeper hit. Yeah. That it's going to be a word of mouth kind of film. Yes. And I love that just because it kind of makes it a little more like artistic and niche. Yeah. And, Thank um, you. John and I were talking before the the 
the podcast today, he was just like, well, this is what's so great about it. It's like, it doesn't mention like the gay agenda, right. the gay lifestyle. So nobody can say, quit trying to force your lifestyle down my throat. Because exactly. if you say that after watching this, you're just homophobic. You're just Period. a trash goblin. You're a, go you're yeah. a goblin. You're a bigot. That's yes. it. That's I all mean, you are. It, it's, it's truly, truly fun. You know, I've told my... Uh, my friends who have kids are like, is this kid friendly? And I'm like, well, there's some scenes that are kind of a little edgy, but I mean, like if they're grown enough and can watch it and can have a good time with it for sure. But like, I'm not like, you know, it's, 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 it's a fun, refreshing film. I loved it. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for spreading the word because as, as you said, this is going to be a word of mouth film because you, because I saw the proposed marketing budget and let's just say we didn't have that. Well, I mean, it's like crazy. You literally just shot in a house. A yeah. Um, so thank you. It's but really I think, grateful. I think that's, what's great is because like, it's not, here's my thing and here's my theory. And I, and I'm, and I feel like this is what happened with bros. Yeah. And I still haven't seen bros. I just, sorry. Yeah, I <laughs> I'm like, I don't care, I really. It but it was just all over the place and just like, see in the your movie, face, see in the your movie. face, support like, the queer community. Yes, yes. And if you don't, you're horrible. And, you know. And then, so that makes us be like, well, I'm not going to see it. Right. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And I was like, well, I mean, I was like, I felt like I was getting yelled at, yeah. you know? And I was, and I was like, I don't want, I don't, now I don't. I'll just wait for it to come out on HBO Max or something. Yeah. But honestly, if this is such a great movie to watch with like, like a, a movie night with your girlfriends, your boyfriends, just your friends, just like watch this movie. It's so much fun. And I promise you. Like, you will not be disappointed because I honestly think this is a movie that people are going to watch over and over again. Honestly. Um, and then, wait, and then I saw you at the Bourbon Room. Yes. Which, busy week. What I know. What were you doing? You were doing Rock of Ages. Oh, my goodness. So we did a Rock of Ages reunion concert. Mm -hmm. Basically, this all came together literally in three days, of course, as everything does. Yeah. Um, where uh, Connie Constantine Marulis was doing a show. And he afterwards was like, let's get the whole Rock of Ages crew together and do like a reunion concert afterwards, after my show, um, which turned out being 1130 p.m. when we went on stage. Uh, uh, rock and roll. Uh, rock and roll, man. <laughs> sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I'm uh, like sex, drugs, and take a nap at 9.30. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm, well, I'm more like Coca-Cola, Red Bull, and stay up all night. But it's just, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm, in the, I'm in the same world. It's still not sex, drugs, and rock and roll anymore. But um, I was just, it was so beautiful because um, I got a chance to be with some people that I haven't done the show with in years and since years COVID, and years. Since COVID, right? Years. Well, the, the LA people since COVID, the Broadway people since, oh my God, almost 10 years ago. Yeah. So um, it was just so good to see everybody like I got to sing with James Carpinello uh, dead or alive which is like so crazy because I've idolized him my whole life and um, so it was just really a, a mind-blowing experience and then of course we ended with a, um, a lovely tribute to um, our lovely Nick Cordero um, mm -hmm. and his wife Amanda and, and his son Elvis came up on stage and it was just so beautiful yeah really 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 beautiful because honestly I never got a chance to fully process his death because yeah. it was during covid well for those of you who are not familiar he was the broadway singer in rock of ages yes, he was me. like he was like the first person to die from it i mean one of the or it would definitely he was the first um like famous person you yeah know? like I, yes that's what so i meant he was like that a lot yeah. of attention yeah um, and he has a wife and like and a newborn Amanda, baby at the time incredible. so yeah i was doing rock of ages with nick and uh <clears throat> 
I left the show two weeks before the show closed because my father is a, a lung doctor and was like, you have an autoimmune disease. You need to get the fuck out of there. Right. And I was like, Bye. I, I couldn't believe it. I was sobbing. It was the worst thing in my life. And everyone was like, you'll be back. You'll be back. So, okay, so you stay out for two. Like, I, I quit. Two weeks. And What's, Matt Weaver was like, don't. Yeah. Don't quit. Just just take a medical leave. And as soon as you're healthy, well, I mean, as soon as this, this little thing passes, mm -hmm. like I wasn't sick yet. Mm -hmm. It's like as soon as the little COVID thing passes, you'll come right back. Um, and then the next thing you know, Nick Co Nick Cordero was in the hospital, and then you know a couple months later in a coma for three months, and oh, he died. Yeah, that's it was right. Awful. It was awful. So anyway, I got me a chance to process some of this um, because I was on stage with Amanda and with Elvis, and we were singing Nick's song, and his big photo came up on the on the wall, and I just got to look at it and just get cry, and I felt like in that moment I I was able to a little bit like get into that place of joy that that Amanda was so good of getting herself into. No kidding, right? Like, you know, she is the light. She's just an angel. His his wife um so uh, i was it was really great that's good mm. meanwhile while you were doing that i was uh dancing um to the dj um <laughs> in the other room in you, the other room you missed the show <laughs> i well no i walked in it's crazy because i walked in and i saw constantine and then i saw your husband hal yeah and he was outside and I was like, oh my God, what are you doing? He's like, well, Frankie's doing a show. And I was like, well, what? he's not on yet. And I just did not process like that. We'd be going the on a midnight show. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I was just outside, like with my crew, we were just drinking tequila. The DJ was like playing like Pat Benatar and ABBA. Yeah. And we did a full on bourbon room takeover <laughs> to the point where I was dancing. Like I have not danced in ages, a rock of ages, if you will. <laughs> And this woman came up to me and grabbed me. And I think she was a ghost. I think I summoned Sylvia. <laughs> she grabs me and she's this short little Jewish woman from Hollywood. And she just goes, oh my God, you are such an amazing dancer. <laughs> and I looked at her and screamed in her face. Because <laughs> I was like, it scared, it scared me. And at the same time, I was like, she gets it. Yeah, like, you get it. You understand. And all my friends. And then she disappeared. I don't think, she, I think that was just was her a, message before she passed on. It was a vision. She just had to let me know. Yeah. And we just had so much fun. And oh, that was such a great night. And I want to talk about Broadway oh, with yeah, you. Oh yeah, Broadway. Because you, um, you were in the last production of Titanic, yeah. right? The well, last... I was in, no, I, I was in the final production of Rock of Ages on Broadway. So yes. that's my experience with closing a show on Broadway, yes. which is, the, was the best moment of my entire life. Pivotal. Because it's absolutely insane to be at the last show. No kidding. Of a show. Yeah. Um, but um, no, I, I left Titanic. That ship is still sailing, honey. Titanic she is still going, is but going you did a great. run. Yes, yeah, I know, I, I need to see it. I was for eight months. It was phenomenal. Oh. You, it is the same smart, funny as summoning Sylvia is. Like yeah. you will be in stitches, and you'll mm -hmm. be like, "How? How? I did not know. I did not know. I came in here not expecting, and then I left being like, that was the greatest theatrical experience of my life, and I can't wait to come back.' And I think that is also one of those shows that's word of mouth. It's yes, just built it was. popularity. Type. We had nobody our first month. It was terrifying. Right. Well, wait, we thought Ty we were Blue. a flop. Ty Blue's the director, right? Yeah, yeah. So I know Ty Blue. So Titanic, if you guys don't know, is a it's off Broadway, yes. and it is directed by uh, Ty Blue. Yes. And I think he actually started it out here and took it to New York. Yes, correct. Oh my God, I'm a fucking wow. You really genius. know things. I do. You know um, I should host a podcast. Yeah, I really. But it is a it is a uh, parody off of Titanic. Yes. But Celine Dion, there's a, an actress who plays Celine Dion who narrates the whole thing like Celine Dion. Yep, Lortel nominated Marlon Mandel. God, it uh, looks so funny, and I can't wait to go out there and see it. Yeah, we're nominated for Lortel for Best Musical, too. 
Really? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I don't know who votes, but if you're voting. <laughs> no one knows who uh, votes please, anymore. <laughs> please give me a, just a, think about ticking Titanic. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But we also had over the weekend a very famous Broadway show closed. Yes. Phantom of the Opera is past the point of no return. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. It ended its 35-year Broadway run on Sunday night. The famous chandelier got a bow, and its composer, Andrew Lloyd Webber, spoke after its emotional final performance. Yeah. I did not see Phantom of the Opera. What? I know. That's wild Here's to me. the thing. I've talked about this 35 before. 35 years you had. <laughs> I'm only 35. <laughs> oh, well then, I mean, then you've only had 25 years. <laughs> I never, I have such a bittersweet relationship with Broadway. Okay, I, be, I understand that, by the way. I have had a very, but I mean, like, I've never wanted to, I can sing-ish, and I feel like when I sing, people are like, oh my God, you're a good singer. And then I'm like, leave me alone. Don't make me sing. <laughs> because I had a really, like, traumatic experience with someone when I auditioned for a musical. They're like, you're never going to get that. You sound like trash. And it messed with my head. I believe you. Thank you. And so then when I went to New York for the first couple of times, I went and saw a couple Broadway shows and they were ruined for me mm. because I went with somebody who started singing the entire songs and it was um, Wicked. Work. It ruined Wicked for me. What? What do you mean? You were in a, wait, you were in an audition? No, tell me. No, again. I, I was reading the screen. Wicked with this person. I got excited about what's on the screen. Oh, I know. I, we're gonna yeah, talk yeah, about it. That's what I'm saying. So I forgot to listen to you because I, I was well, reading I get that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you my dad? Yeah. <laughs> um, the um, okay, go. I was sitting in the audience with this guy and yeah. he bought tickets for Wicked, and okay. so we're sitting there and, and they're like third row. I'm like, we're really up on the stage. It. I'm ready for it, and he's like, ha ha, like the, in the in the audience and a flying monkey looked at us and was like shut the fuck up oh we got hushed god. by a monkey oh my god that's really funny which should be a new abc series hushed <laughs> by a monkey i have had many many um experiences like that so i'm sorry if you're in the theater with me when i'm seeing titanic because i sing all my harmonies behind that's you. fine but that's because harmonies the show sing you know what the I'm show saying? it's harmonies because like you know it feels like surround sound oh you mean uh, you're watching it I like mean, if you sound like good. i just went to go see it yes and i i went to go see you know the new cast and go support rose who took over for me um, and so like I was singing full out and mm -hmm. with, but it was harmonies not not leads um, but um, okay so when I was a little kid speaking of Phantom I uh, went to I had seen Phantom uh, 10 times by the time I was 10 years old my oh. mother really loved Phantom and she yes. still does she went to one of the final performances not the but one of the um, and uh, so she flew me out to London and we were going to go see it on the West End uh -huh. and I went in and I was in my little tuxedo my little Armani tuxedo I was like 11 years no, it's like probably 10 I was like probably 10 years old. Uh, baby gay, uh, maybe grande. Maybe like younger. Um, and I went in and um, there was these people next to me who were just like so British and so <laughs> angry they were sitting next to a child. Like they were pissed. You probably could me. see how pissed they were and I like felt their pissness. Yeah, exactly. You felt their I felt pissness. their pissness. <laughs> and so that's also the new, coming to ABC in this fall. I felt their pissness. Um, and so I turned to them as a child and I was like, don't worry, my mom told me I'm not allowed to sing during the show. <gasps> and they were like, what do you mean? And I was like, oh, I've seen the show 10 times on Broadway. And they were like, oh, okay. So then they like chilled out for a second. They were uh -huh. like, he knows what he's doing. He's been to a theater before. And at intermission, they turned to me and they were like, oh, what do you think of, of the production? And I looked at them and went, oh, it's much better on Broadway. <laughs> 
bitch. Yeah. Just a child bitch. <laughs> just a child bitch. Work. Because it's much better on Broadway. <laughs> Ten. And these people are just like, we've probably spent yeah, thousands yeah. on these tickets. I was like, bitch, you, you should probably take a flight to go see it in New York like it's supposed to be presented. Mm. Just a baby, <laughs> a baby cluck. Um, yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. And that's... Sarah Brightman went to the final performance of uh, Phantom and mm-hmm. sang. Mm-hmm. Too much for me. That's too much. Well, I wish wait, I was it, there. That's one of my, I, I can appreciate, like, I appreciate Phantom. I'm yes. not like, 35 years, that's it? You know, yeah, it's okay. like, but I mean, I never really, like, I think I saw the movie. I know the Nicole Scherzinger with, like, all the, you know what I'm talking about, where she came out and sang Christine and, like, all the Phantoms from, like, years past came and Ooh, sang with no, her. I miss that. Nicole Scherzinger hits She's incredible. Notes. No, she's an incredible singer and doesn't oh, get enough credit. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite clips. Chandelier, sure. Yeah, fine. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I get it. And I feel like people were like, actually, my friend Blake went uh, over the weekend and he was, like, there for one of the last performances because it's his favorite show, yeah. you know? I'll tell you, when you're eight years old, the chandelier is pretty fucking cool. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 38, not so much, but. Yeah, it's like, it's like when, it's like. It looks a little cheesy it, now, but then it's it like was when you go to Universal so Studios cool. and Jaws pops out. Yeah, and you're, you're like, like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you're like, that's not real. Yeah. But when it first came out, you were like, Good that's God. real. Yes, yes. And now it's like, yeah, now it's, it's just like, like kind of stuck open out of the water. It's just like a mutant that's not <laughs> even in the water. Yeah, and like not you're even like, not even chomping anymore. Is that even a shark? No, that's Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> um, but leave her in there. I look. I wrote this. This is the segue into this next. Um, go ahead. Little. Okay. <clears throat> Your sister Ariana had yes. the internet melting over the weekend with her first looks as Glinda in the movie Wicked. Yeah. Did you let her borrow this costume? And have you <laughs> chatted with her during this amazing process of filming an epic movie that she manifested one day doing? Wow, that's really good. That was a really well off the top of your head, not written down, executed question. I practiced that in the mirror 48 times. <gasps> oh my God, she looks so incredible. I mean, yeah. come on. We were just FaceTiming on the way here. Yeah, because it's just, it's so overwhelming. And I, I burst into tears this morning when I- You did? I, yeah, when I heard her- um, no one mourns the wicked, which you've also, already heard it. Well, it's on it leaked. Oh, it leaked. Yes, it did. Um, which is so beautiful. I mean, like her voice sounds so beautiful. I'm. Oh yeah, it's just unbelievable. And I, I lost it. Like she looks so stunning. Obviously, as Galinda, and I mean, she's born to play this role. Uh, her voice sounds unbelievable singing no but um i mean i i there it's difficult for me to articulate how proud i am um and it often just comes out in full sobs like i just sob you know when i see things like this because it's just it's too much it's so much to process um that she's getting to live her dream yeah and that's that's really what it's about like i i say like if it's uh it's the equivalent of like if your sister was a physician and she gets nominated for uh, a Nobel peace prize yeah. because of her work with medical things i don't know if they give peace prizes for to physicians a nobel Medis- medical prize whatever it close is close enough you know just people achieving at the top of their level like it's so overwhelming and she's doing that yeah. Yeah, you're a brother witch now. I'm a brother witch. Yeah, you're... and Nico's a witch. Nico is a in, witch in as summoning well. Sylvia. So it's all tied. It's in. all tied in. We're all witches. Um, are they? They're they're releasing it in two parts, right? Yes, two two movies. And she is recording, or she's recording. Yeah, well, filming. She's filming this in like the town. <laughs> is like it sounds like it's it's Oz. I'm trying to I'm trying to find out. It's like 
It has the weird name to Oh, yeah, here it is. Buckinghamshire. Oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so Ariana's just kicking it in Buckinghamshire? <laughs> yeah, they're all over the UK. So it's um it's 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 quite a quite a process. I mean, I may say it's it's a, a very large production. Oh, I'm sure. It is they can't, out of control. It's going to be my my wicked redemption for sure. <laughs> oh, I honestly can't it's, wait. There, it's yeah, I I, I saw can't say much because I, I will saw. Tell you oh, don't is. say much. What yeah, were you yeah. going to say though? Yeah, yeah. The, just that it's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so glad this came out because the first looks they they released, yeah. I was like, "Am I blind?" <laughs> Everything was so dark. It was just a little yeah. a little pink. I was like Princess Peach in like <laughs> a dark cloud. closet. I was like, "What is this?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's Ariana." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then Cynthia, I I honestly can't wait. I think it's going to be epic because I saw. The movie Chicago before I saw Chicago, and I was obsessed with it. Oh yes, and you didn't really see Wicked because you had the you know the surround sound audio from your person next to you and wanted to take your own life during the production. Oh yeah, yeah. So you have yet to see Wicked. Like I remember um, the woman who played. I don't even remember who the woman played Elphaba. Like flew up, and I was like, "Take me!" Like yeah, I was you're just like, like please, "Please get me out of here!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, that's it. No. <sighs> You were but, like, I don't know. There's some woman up there, Adina something. I don't know. Uh, Adele Dazeem. Oh, uh, Adele Dazeem. And I couldn't focus. And, and, I couldn't sh- focus. And Rosh Hashanah Beanstalk. Uh, Rosh Hashanah. Yes. Oh, I, I love, love Rosh Hashanah. No, she's my fave. Will you be dressing up as Glenda for Halloween? I I'm, I probably would go the Alphabet route, to be honest. Because I, I do body paint every Halloween. Yeah, I know. I've seen you. So, I mean, you can't. I don't know. I don't really want to body paint myself as Glinda, but I think it would be fun no. to, you know, be green. But also probably, like, paint the dress on like you know like really go there or like just because that's on, what gays do they do, paint like, their clothes full on. fantasy and be like an animal from the world or something you know Ooh. you know what if i was dr dillamond for halloween is that the goat man yes okay <laughs> something bad yeah, i mean uh, bad that's from the show yeah you okay. don't know anything it's fine you but don't, I know, I, I, you like, know I know nothing, re- Jon Snow. I know references. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to be better at being a gay. Yeah. There, I said it. Well, that's fine. You'll see the movie. It's fine. It's totally fine to wait. You're totally fine. And it comes out Thanksgiving weekend next year. Yes, unless Mark Platt is listening, in which case, go see the Broadway show too. I know. Yeah, go see the Broadway <laughs> show too. But I did just see it. I know. It's amazing. I, I I need to I need to give yeah. it another go. It's PTSD for me. Yeah, exactly. PTSD Dorothy. No PTSD. And That's I do think I um, when the film comes out and all that stuff, they're gonna like lose it. They're well, the Broadway show itself will like revamp or oh, whatever. For you know what sure. I'm saying? Like they'll do a facelift or whatever they whatever they do on Broadway. Absolutely. You know. Um. All right. Well, that's very exciting. I'm so excited that you know I was like, oh wow, like that was released. Like we were gonna have you on this week, and then I was like, holy shit, we gotta talk about it. Yeah, that was it's a very exciting moment. And and I I didn't know. I woke up to it, and I was just like, of course I've seen a lot of this stuff already, but I wasn't I was under NDA. I can't talk about it. So now that now that you've seen it, it's really exciting that the world also understands what I have been keeping to myself for so long and like crying to <gasps> I myself even imagine. in the morning because I'm just like I'm so proud of her it's wild like anticipating somebody's success like anticipating yeah. like anticipating but also right sizing it you know what I'm saying yeah. and being like you know like like calm it like why are you crying freaking like <laughs> You're just little proud. Italian boy in drag why are you crying Aww, like I was just like too I, food. I know it's too much for me so I know um, but I'm that's just, good that's I'm a grateful good brother. the world can share in my glee for a moment <laughs> all right well let's I'm I'm glad you can because we're gonna take a turn here. Uh oh. 
Um, this man, I don't know if you heard this story. This man claims that he created the Kimoji app. That's K-I-M-O-J-I. Uh-huh. The Kimoji app for Kim Kardashian. He says he's now homeless. And he says, quote, she ruined my life. What? Wow. Wait, is that Kim? That's Kim. She looks incredible. Just let's just be out. Let's just, just call wait it what week. it is. She's stunning. Go ahead. Well, no. Go, I mean, this this came about um, on TikTok because TikTok is a great source of information. And also <laughs> the worst place ever. Uh, on earth. Um, so this man named David Liebenson, who is uh, in countless videos on TikTok, he's holding up a sign in L.A. that reads, Kim Kardashian ruined my life. Uh, um, and uh, the reality star has been heavily promoting her now defunct pictograms app, Kimoji, back in 2015. That's what she was doing back in 2015. But according to Liebenson, he's the one who came up with the concept, but was ultimately shunned from the business when Kardashian and her mom, Kris Jenner, allegedly trademarked the name behind his back. Mm. Liebenson was shocked when he saw that Kimoji, an idea which he had presented to Kardashian, had not been only been trademarked, but the entire concept was allegedly stolen too. Mm. He ended up suing her for $100 million, prompting the Skims founder to countersue for 300 million, wow. an amount that Liebenson could not afford if he lost the case, leading him to back down from the lawsuit. But oh. even though he retracted the legal filing, Kardashian and Jenner allegedly demanded he paid them back $400,000 in lawyer fees, among uh, uh, other reimbursements. I mean, fuck. You can't go against them. No, I literally was just thinking that. I was like, that's the, you just don't take on the Kardashians. Like, you can't. There's just no winning. Like, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I, I've met them and they've all been so so nice and so sweet. So I have nothing but kind things to say about them. And I I just got a tweet. They hate you. Yeah, truly. Yeah. <laughs> I truly like I am in awe of their business prowess. Like they are just unbelievable. Well, it gets better because since then. Yeah. He's lost his family. What? After is this his... true? <laughs> yes. Uh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. It's in the news. I swear. Oh, God. Um, he lost his family. And is this then his... chat GPT? Did they just write it? His then wife filed for divorce and now lives out of his car, which he drives through the streets of LA. It's an effort to spread awareness of how Jenner and her daughter allegedly treated him. Uh, he keeps a sign on him at all times with the text, Kim Kardashian ruined my life oh. com. Well, at least there's a website site where he shows evidence screenshots and text messages of his conversations with the mother of four and how she is said to have dropped him the minute she and jenner had trademarked kimoji oh wow i don't even remember kimoji i don't know what you're talking about and i feel like i've just been kind of waiting for you to say it because i've been nervous about saying it but i don't know what kimoji is it was an app i remember it was an app where like you could dress up kim and you could take her shopping it was like a tamagotchi but like she didn't die if you didn't feed her (laughs) You know what I mean? That is so crazy. Right? Am I right on that? I think it's. I think that's what it is. Yeah, help You're us. You're asking the wrong person. All I know John, is... John, you never had a Kimoji? No, Kimoji. but I don't fuck with the Kardashians. Like, listen, one of those Kardashians got OJ off. I don't fuck with that. Yeah, that's... I mean, hello. It's just like, that's dumb business. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, just also, don't go against them. But also, can... Can't he have anything? Like, my God, do they really need the Kimoji trademark? I mean, I don't, I don't think they do. Look, can because we... none of us know it, and if none of us know it, then it, it can't. The trademark probably doesn't isn't worth much. But now this man's like Jewel driving around town. <laughs> oh, I love. Let's Jewel. see, I do too. But like, I remember when there was He's like, like oh. these foolish kids. 
games. Yeah. And the foolish game is Kamoji. Yeah. Look. Okay, there we go. So there it is. It was like, that was the... Wow. Oh, he's got, this is the website, KimKardashianRuinMyLife.com. I mean, it's a little long of a of Yeah, a, I, don't, of an I don't think you should read that. Um, That's a lot Yeah, of so reading. they had like... Is yeah, there an luxury, audiobook version? Luxury emojis. And she called them Kimojis. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Okay, so it was like stickers, basically, that you could put on your iPhone. Right. Yeah, like when you used to... like Remember for like seven weeks, mm -hmm. everyone bought these sticker packs, and we dragged the sticker into the text messages, and then they would like pop up and it would be like Jack Skellington or like a Disney princess. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then there were Kim Kardashian ones. I think my sister had them. Like there was just like sticker packs yeah. that everyone was using for like 17 days and then no one ever used them ever again. Ever again. Yeah. We were like, it's like, now we're just thumb up, thumb down heart. I do feel bad for this guy that he's homeless now, but we did get an official statement from Kim Kardashian. She seems upset and she had some words of advice for this guy. She said, and I quote, get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. I mean, you heard it. It's the only way are I respond to anything. Are you an avatar person? Um, the film? No, no, no. Oh, are you the, the film? Oh, yeah. Thank God. God, I, this is why we're friends. I love it so much. Yeah, no, like I'm an Yeah, I missed the second one, but I'm gonna go. I'm, what I missed know. the second I one? I was busy. It was December. It was no. A special. That is horrifying. <laughs> I know, but I'm honestly, see you it. can miss Phantom and miss Wicked, but not Avatar. I, know, I saw the You're first one. You're not gonna see it because it's not the same when it's not in theaters. You have to go see it in IMAX 3D. There's no other way. Well, I'll no just find a friend way. with a movie theater and watch it there. Uh, How about that? I'm sure they'll release it before the second one. Comes they probably out. will. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I was devastated yeah, that I missed it, and I was mad at myself. But the first one, my God. But no. The avatar yes. where you can create your what you Oh, like a bitmoji? Yeah, is, is that, that what, what that is? I think so. And Memoji. Memoji? No, I don't do that. You know what I'm talking about? I don't do it. Why I am do. I 95 years old. No, apparently? mine still has a mask on it. That's how long it's been <laughs> since I used my bitmoji. Yeah. Yeah, mine is Not still mine still is wearing a COVID mask. Oh my god, that's how that's how long ago it's been since I've used it. Uh, yeah. Your emojis an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, change it quick. Do they wear masks? I don't think so. People would have a problem. You need to take that mask off, emoji. Yeah, exactly. Leave my emoji out of this, yes, please. Please let me let me keep it. I'd like to keep it on, please. Oh my God, Valentina for days. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, uh, props to Sasha Colby for winning Drag Race. Amen. Listen, I called that from day one. Mm -hmm. You know, anyone who had a, a microphone near me, I was like, if they were like, who do you think is going to win? And I was like, it's going to be so, like, like, I stop asking episode, this Everyone question. knew from episode one. Everyone knew from episode one. She walked in and but was like, well, go home. Good for them for, for having such a dynamic and wonderful season, even though there was a clear winner on episode one. Because I remember seeing other seasons of Drag Race where there's been a clear winner on episode one and it's just a boring season. Yeah. But I think all the queens had their moment to shine like one at a time mm -hmm. we were very invested in their life stories like all of them mm -hmm. and then uh and then the the correct person was crowned in the end yeah. so like we're it was a great season for me I, I highest rated highest watch highest rated highest watch but at the same time I was uh, everyone was a little disgruntled with like the real friends of WeHo like cutting their show uh, down to like yeah 10 minutes because yeah. it was like the runway would be like I'm serving no. next up. I'm serving that was, next up. That's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. And you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm very good friends with Selena's titties. So, oh, yes. you know, yeah, like she's my best friend in the whole wide world. Um, and, you know, it was very sad for me because I know how much money she spent on those dresses that sh she does not have that money. You know, like prior to like literally one in. year ago, that that 
bitch was rubbing together pennies, you know, and seeing if she could fucking make them have sex and get more pennies. So like, oh. you know, these, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I she mean, was a prostitute. Exactly. Exactly. She'll tell you that. No, but what I'm saying is, you know, like these people, these girls, you know, they get on the show and then they you know, do whatever they have to, to do change. in order yes. to, you know, get um, these dresses together, which is so overwhelming to, because they have such little time to mm -hmm. do it and they spend all this money that they don't have. And then, it was an 11 second runway. I know, it pissed and me off. And that is so, so, that was my, that is my primary source of outrage about the real, for best friends of WeHo, like, whatever, the show it can exist, it doesn't matter to me, it doesn't change my life, but, but I do know how hard those girls work, yeah. and that broke my heart. Broke I, my heart. I, I, same thing, and I did see the clear winner at the first episode, because everyone's like, well, God, and when you're calling yourself RuPaul's favorite drag queen, like, <laughs> I know, like, welcome right. to the Sasha Goldby meet yeah. and greet girls. Spice, sugar. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Um, bye, girl. Yeah. Have fun setting up your Zoom. Cam. But hey, I do think that they contributed to the ratings. Oh, so they were. I mean, my God, they were not. Set. They were they're not. Set. They were not dumb to include them in the casting. I do. I do no, not think. Not I think at that all. Was actually a not. brilliant idea. Um, and I still, to this day, and I will stand by this, and you can tell Selena as titties this. Yeah, tell me, go. I still think her. Uh, sleeping bag plaid was phenomenal. Was great. Was phenomenal. She the, all the times she was in the bottom, she didn't deserve to be. Uh -uh. It was like so funny. I was always like, wait, what? Are they watching the same thing? Are we? Are we all watching the same thing? But whatever, it's fine. I ultimately like her journey was was perfect. Like she came off the show mm -hmm. beloved, and I'm just I'm so grateful that the world did get to see her shine I in the way was... that she wanted to represent herself exactly and that's just who she yeah. is she's la yeah you know. she's, she's a little grungy she's a little nasty i know she's a little i thought know, it was fun and rough i was around the edges i was excited and that's great. for the for the winner you were at the finale yes with, with my 40 inch bang bangs you, yeah you had that <laughs> you had a full wig <laughs> i had a full wig on i mean if you're gonna why not you know if, no if you're gonna go to the drag race finale like Go and drag. You know I mean, what I'm saying? Yes. Like, come I would have shown up in like a hoodie and it, jeans, and they're like, "Go home, Dad." No, no. I, I I always turn it out for for the drag race finale, and it's also like the only time I really can pull off a 40 inch mm -hmm. bang. Like, I mean, let's be honest. Well, uh, I don't. <laughs> it, it I fun. don't think so. And was it 40 inches? I, I, Lux said it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just before Halloween in 1985, a pipe bomb exploded in an office building in downtown Salt Lake City, killing a man and leaving the entire city on edge. As the smoke cleared and investigators began the search for answers, it became terrifyingly clear that this was just the beginning. Suddenly, looking for the culprit became a race against time. Hi, I'm Jeremy Schwartz, host of the new true crime history podcast, American Criminal. We take you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side to the American dream. In our latest season, the desperate hunt for a killer leads the authorities through the complicated world of historic document collectors, and eventually right to the door of the Mormon church. Listen to American Criminal, The Salt Lake City Bombings, wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com. But speaking of drag, you and I are both going to be doing the telethon May 7th yes. for Drag Isn't Dangerous. Yep, it isn't. Um, it's May 7th on Moment House. Uh, you can go to moment.co to purchase your tickets. I believe they're 20 bucks. It's going to be a live Mark. telethon. Yep. And I mean, my God, it's going to be Hello. every drag queen. Hello. 
You. Yeah, me. <laughs> myself. Hosting the thing. And I had 40 Inch Bangs on Drag Race finale, it, so I'm basically a drag it's, queen. It's going to be major. I'm a drag queen in Summoning Sylvia. You should go check out the movie because it's oh, yes, drag number that, at the yes. end. Don't give it away. Don't give it away, though. Okay, so no, sorry. Joel, um, bleep, I mean, bleep. We have special appearances by Charlize Theron, Leslie yes. Jones. Mm -hmm. I mean, every drag queen known to man. Mm -hmm. uh, Ali Wong, I believe, is going to be contributing. Mm -hmm. um, and so many people I from all Ali. aspects to kind of, you know, raise money for the people affected by this bullshit legislation in Tennessee, Texas, and Florida saying that drag is bad. Or as Jada Essence Hall says, look over there. I you know, know, it's so correct. You're so correct. It's so correct. There's so many other things, and people are like the drag queens, and, and you're I'm like, what? Oh, I've been going on Twitter lately, and I have Look just over there. Oh, I have been posting every article that's like, here's a youth pastor that's hooked up with a child. Yep. Here's another man who's done this, and I'm just like, not a drag queen. Yep, love the gif or meme. Whoever made the one of the, the these are the men in dresses that are dangerous. And oh it's yeah, all priests. Of course. I yeah. mean, it's just like it's it's just so not ridiculous. Um, it's really true. And I just feel like we're really doing this for a good cause. And we're doing it for a lot of queens who have nowhere to go. They like they can't leave their state and they've like lost their jobs because of this. Because no one should live in fear, damn it. I know. And I don't know. let some guy who's tapping his toes under a bathroom stall in secret tell you what you can and can't do with your life. I know. It's really um, Did you watch Love is Blind I, at all? I only, okay, my husband became obsessed with it okay. and just binged it. So I only watched one season and he just took me through the whole season in like an hour. Okay. So he was like, here's the parts you have to watch. Okay, now let's watch the finale. And the I, reunion. And it was, so it wasn't this season. It was last season that I watched. Okay. So, so I don't know any season. No, <laughs> I know nothing except that the reunion didn't air. Well, here's the thing. That's what I'm talking about. Great. The reunion did not air. They were Netflix was like, we're doing this whole live stream since, you know, uh, uh, Chris Rock's special was live. live. We can do it. it. We can do it. We can do it. And it failed miserably. miserably. No one watched it. Um, everyone was tuning in. They offered this apology. Now, I watched it last night. Because it, now it's out. Because now it's out. Got I it. watched the reunion. Did not watch the season at all. Right. And I usually like Love is Blind, but I was like, really? Love in Seattle? No thanks. Oh, it's in Seattle? It's not Meg Ryan and, oh. and, and what's his ass? Um, um, I'm Billy Crystal. No. Tom okay. Hanks. Close. <laughs> same I, person. Never I was in really the same close. Room. I was really close. Yeah. But I was like, no thanks. And then I watched the reunion and I watched these people and I was like, oh no, this is why I didn't watch it. It was just... Whew. It was just a mess. And you could tell they were doing it live, hosted by Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey, that now people have been protesting to get them off the show as hosts. I'm available. I am too. Yeah, we'll let's do go. It. We will be great. And, and Vanessa Lachey is obsessed with the first Love is Blind baby. She's like, who's going to give us the baby? Oh. I'm like, God, stop. You sound like a witch in a gingerbread house. <laughs> give us the love is blind, baby. Like, and everyone's like, and we, I, we drink it's blood. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we just met two days ago and got married. Like normal people do. Give us a break. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, it's so weird. And Nick Lachey's like not even talking the whole time. Of she also has like an aluminum foil piece over her shoulder, which I'm just like, no. And she kind of looked a little drunk, which people were speculating. She had like red eyes, and which I'm sure it's live. It didn't go well. She drank some. Yeah. She drank some champagne. She and some one baby. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I could baby. you? I couldn't do it. Could you go on a show and be like, I found the one behind a wall? Oh, I mean, I mean I've done it, but it was a different kind of a time. Guys, exactly. I 
remember that night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I Hale and I talked about it, and we were like, we love this show. Let's get a divorce and and <laughs> do and try again. Let's get a divorce and both go on Love Let's Is Blind and see if we fun. pick each other. <laughs> yeah, and see if we can and see if we pick each other again. Why didn't do that, honey? Um, you know, it was interesting because like I had been single for so 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 long, mm-hmm. so I had entertained going on reality TV dating shows um, in order to find the love of my life, um, and it uh, was stupid. I mean, I don't think I would have ever succeeded in doing it in that situation. Turns out, all I really needed to do is get sober. You know, <laughs> and then what? I had a lot. More attention to play to pay to the correct people. Yeah, you know? y'all are so cute too. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, he's, he's the so best. supportive and wonderful and, um, and cute. Was that your stomach? That was my stomach. I should probably eat. Are you Good serious? God, I heard that from here. It sounded like a spaceship. It sounded like that like, swamp <laughs> that Artex the horse was stuck in in the Neverending Story. Oh my God, Artex! Did he Child get out? Trauma. No, he's still there. Oh, he's still there though. He's it's, fine. Well, they don't call it the Swamp of Sadness now. They just call it Tennessee. Got it. Now, um, let's talk about performance because you and I are both performers. Yeah. Um, this kind of, I'm kind of over this story. Me too. Sam Smith is slammed for satanic so and grotesque tour performances. That's so dumb. Right? So he just launched. It, it wasn't that satanic or that grotesque. No. That's that's my issue with this. Yes. Like, if you're going to go there, go there. Drink goat blood like a yes, normal person. Yes, exactly. Like, cover yourself in goat blood. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, like, like really remember? piss people off. Yeah. And that's what bothers me because Madonna, who mm-hmm. gave them the award on this night, has been doing way more shocking shit for Hello? the past 45 fucking years like I remember being like an infant and watching Madonna like fuck herself with a cross on stage I think that was the exorcist no I'm thinking it was Madonna yeah did she really do that she did uh in the uh you know like a virgin there was this whole story about (laughs) how when she um the pope wouldn't allow her to perform it's this is in in truth or dare Uh the pope the pope would not allow her to perform if she masturbated on stage no this was in Canada they they arrested her in Canada if she went on stage and she masturbated during like a virgin which Mm -hmm. is what she did Mm -hmm. they were going to arrest her and she fucking did it and she was like, go fuck yourself. I'm going to masturbate on stage and you're going to watch it and you're not going to arrest me. And they didn't. And then the Pope banned her from performing in Rome. Because it wasn't a boy. Because So then she moved to the theater like one like inch outside of Rome and faced it towards the Vatican. as like a fuck you to the Pope. Gosh, like so- she's like so like th- I'm saying like that shit is actually outrageous. Yeah. What Sam Smith did was not outrageous. No, I agree. In any way, shape or form. Are you old enough to remember the the band Guar? No. Guar, do you know Guar? Of course. Okay. That that was satanic. Yeah. That was pure Satan. Right. These guys dressed up as like full on demons, like gigantic puppets, and they would fuck each other with like weird ass dildos, wow. piss on each other, like, See? and people were like, "Yes, mama!" Like it was the weird. Like look at this. This was actual satanic. Oh yeah, that's absolutely terrifying. Terrifying. Like this was like before Slipknot and all that kind of stuff, right. and, and it was like a band, and they. Were would like do it was like performance art and yeah these were costumes wow and i mean that's peep, sickening it's sick and they would get up on stage yeah oh my god that is full out yeah that is now just costumes on the mass singer yeah, um, exactly. like, that's all it is now but like yeah their songs included that was really good thank you thank you throw some reverb on that before you're you post so this butch. um but yeah. also like you're not that's not like 
So won't you stay with me? Like it's not that. No, it's, I, I, I don't think anything that Sam Smith did was outrageous in that performance at all. And I think that the, you know, the, obviously I feel like we're in a time where the uh, right wing mm-hmm. is just grasping Bored. at straws. Bored. Yeah. Well, this is what pisses me off because Page Six posts this know, kind well, of stuff, know page six. and it's baited because you're just like, well, why can't you just say he had a concert? But they're saying the stage outfits that it, that he wore included devil horns, nipple tassels, and wire crowns. Okay. So, and then of course people get on Twitter and they said, last night Sam Smith performed a satanic show filled with sexual references, so fetish much. gear, a strip tease, and a grotesque uh, initiation of sex acts on stage while children were in the audience. I, don't, I didn't see any of that. Mm-hmm. I watched it and I didn't see any of it. I, I, I honestly don't think it was shocking at all. I say this, we need more thick demonic representation. I mean, just, I mean, you know, but whatever. I mean, I, I think art should have a purpose. Mm-hmm. I always think art should have a purpose. Mm-hmm. So I would love to. I've not done any research on this or whatever, but like what Sam Smith was trying to accomplish in that moment. Like I hope there was some intention behind it, rather than it just being like, oh, I'm going to shock the world by putting horns on. Because if that was what his intention was, then okay, fine, then allow the world to be mad at it. But if he, you know, hopefully there was some sort of intention behind what he was doing on. on he that has stage. a song called Unholy. That's that, but that's it. That's it. Period. I don't think, yeah. It's like, that's that's what it is. Great. And I think it's so weird that, you know, he was a, kind of a nerd when he started. And yeah. I can say that. He was a nerd, right? He was very awkward. And now he's like... Because I didn't think it was shocking. That's I didn't the thing. Either. Like, I don't think his intention was to go out and shock people. So people talked about it. I I'm think he just by thought the he world was doing daily <laughs> unholy. I'm you know? shocked at the world daily. He didn't even look like the devil. No, he just had little silly horns on his top hat. Yeah, he looks like he didn't look like the devil. No, he he <laughs> just looks like a th- he looks like uh, like. Halloween on Bear Week. He looks like the guy. Yeah, bear, he he's barely as devilish as the guy in Hocus Pocus one. No kidding. You know? He's like, I'm gonna put on I- devil horns <laughs> and and slap my belly. You know what? I'm not doing that. I'm not getting on stage taking my. The power shirt off. to you, Sam Smith. Jesus. And also, what kid is begging to go to a Sam Smith concert or to the Grammys? They're long and boring. Yeah, no kidding. No kid wants to go to the Grammys. Yeah, what kid is being dragged to, to a, a Sam five Smith? hour? Yeah. <laughs> I know a ten-year-old who was dragged to Phantom of the Opera at the West End, and <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> this that's is way it. better on Broadway. I've been to the Grammys, y'all. It's very long. It's very long. What the Grammys? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. That's long. Yeah. Do people yeah. wear diapers at the Grammys? Uh, uh, no, people get up and leave. Oh. And people, it's chaos. They're I'm like, sure. I gotta go. They're like, they're like, I, t- when am I supposed to present? I don't know. I'll be in the bathroom. Like, leave me alone. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. And people are just, it's just like seat fillers. It's like crazy. It's insane. I've been to the People's Choice Awards and that was it for me. That's a fun show. That's and, more fun. And I sat next to the Kardashians and it scared the shit out of me. I like like low stakes. I like like Kids' Choice Awards. Like fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. But uh, don't eat the children. Yeah, please God, don't. So Broadway stupid. shows are fun. All Actually, right. I like all award shows. I'm one of those weird people. I'm. It's me and Taylor Swift in every reaction shot. When oh, I'm I know. I've show. seen. It's like yeah. <laughs> We've all me, seen and then you. it's cut to Taylor, and she's like yeah. And they cut to me, and I'm like yeah. Just screaming. Yeah, that's I actually really like award shows, but I understand why people don't. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Well, for all those people who have been triggered by the Sam Smith Sam concert. Smith. Yes, we're, we apologize. That damn Gloria tour that he's on. <laughs> um, this is some good news. If you are just, you know, we need more prayer and 
we need to have more say in other people's lives. Okay. This is a story for you. Scientists have discovered a hidden Bible chapter written 1,500 years ago by using UV light inside what? the Vatican Library. Scientists found a hidden chapter that was 1500, uh, dated back to 1500 years ago. Uh, the page features chapters 11 through 12 for Matthew providing more details than today's standard gospel text. Scientists uncovered the scripture uh, after applying ultraviolet light, which I think is Christian, to a yes. manuscript about ancient Christian stories in Ham's house at the Vatican Library. Researchers have not revealed a complex translation written in ancient Syriac. Syriac? Mm, yeah, yep. but shared some Syriac? details. Syriac? I don't, know. I don't know. But here's what's really fun. So they don't know what it's all translated yet. So in the Greek version of Matthew chapter 12, Does verse 1. Does it say one, that gay is good yet? Not that's yet. Hold all, on. Wait for it. Want. At the time Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath and his disciples became hungry and began to pick the heads of grain and eat. The Syriac translation reads blank, 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 began to pick heads of grain, rub them in their hands and eat them. So I have decoded the chapter already. Okay. Mm hmm. I'm excited. How did you do this? Weirdly enough, some of the ancient language translates to thou shalt drink Bud Light. <laughs> You're an idiot. And <laughs> there's also an excerpt at the very end of it that says ban assault rifles. Oh, yeah. Got, yeah. Okay, great. I Jesus love it. said ban assault rifles. And drink Bud Light. And, um, and it's okay to be gay. That is, I love it. That's I'm what I... So grateful. Frankie, that's all I want. I, I want know. them to find something in this chapter. I know. And be like, oh no, it's here all along. And yeah. then people are like, goofed. Yeah, I, you know what? And you know, you know, Pope Francis wants to say it. You know, he does. This Pope is, this Pope is on our fucking side. This Pope. Oh yeah. This current Pope, because he was like, he, he said that he dis disapproves of homosexuality being criminalized. Mm -hmm. Like that is a huge step for the Roman Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. So I think that man is, He's on our side. He wants to say exactly oh, what you just Pope said. Oh, the Pope is Laganja Stranja <laughs> behind the door. <laughs> oh, y'all wanted a twist, eh? <laughs> yeah. And just caca. Like. <laughs> no, that's, that's, I think our, our current Pope is like, uh, wants to say this so badly, but it's obviously restricted by seven billion years of homophobia and old Vatican oh. men that are like, you can't do that. It's so funny too. Because he wants to. I know he does. I'm waiting for this story. Like when they, when they do like translate it, I cannot wait for the hashtag not my bible yeah like i you know that's yep. gonna pop exactly up. you that's, know they're gonna be like well that's not true that's not that it. wasn't in there oh you mean it was hidden yeah uh, well, if it was hidden it's not real yeah god oh my no god. that's your sexuality jim yeah you're a married man to a woman with three kids <laughs> yeah you know? that's you yeah all right we have uh two more stories oh good Are i love good stories okay. yeah sure this is this is this is a woman that i can relate to Same. this spanish woman emerged after spending 500 days living alone in a cave work <laughs> what she was on big brother with me and i was didn't she, see her yeah, was she on big brother yeah maybe that's where she was living for so, 500 days alone in a cave oh my god so this woman spent with 500 200 days. cameras <laughs> i mean I, i'm curious i'm going to read a little bit of it so this woman spent 500 days alone in a dark cave 70 meters below the earth's surface assailed by a plague of flies and the odd tantalizing vision of roast chicken what most people would be craving a wash and some company. This woman just wanted chicken and less flies in her cave. <laughs> yeah. Dream big, bitch. Amazing. After emerging from her subterranean lair in southern Spain a little after 5 a.m. on Friday wow. and having a quick checkup with a doctor and a psychologist, Beatrice Flamini was treated and 
instead to a 50-minute press conference in which she endeavored to explain the almost inexplicable. I was expecting to come out and have a shower. I wasn't expecting there to be so much interest. That was one of her miscalculations. On Saturday, the 20th of November, 2021, three months before Russia invaded Ukraine, okay, the elite sportswoman and extreme mountaineer entered her... Stygian lodgings Good. in the cave outside Granada, determined to learn more about how the human mind and body can deal with extreme solitude and wow. deprivation. Cool. Get a hobby, girl. Monitored by a team of scientists from the universities of all these places who kept in touch through special limited messaging technology. The 50-year-old athlete from Madrid is now thought to have broken the world record for the longest time a person has spent alone in a cave. <laughs> she says she got along with herself. Uh, she did a lot of mental preparation wow. um, and kept herself sane. And she said um, uh, she had talked to herself out loud. Oh, but never out loud, she says. After all the silence of the cave, wow. it wasn't my house. Had to be respected. Um, that's that's 500 days in a cave. Wild. She says, I wanted to be. She She was mad that she had to leave. Uh, she was cooking. She was drawing. She was focused. If I got distracted, I'll twist my ankle. I'll get hurt. Um, and she didn't want to do that. So she stayed. She didn't want to come out. I mean, I don't blame it. Could you imagine you come out and there's cameras like, hey, lady in That's, a cave. Yes, I did a similar did experience Big called Big Brother. Yeah. No, it's very interesting because, you know, obviously I, I was only in that house for 88 days and I still had like some people to talk to. But at the mm -hmm. end, you were literally just there by yourself because there was, you know, all this shit that we used to distract ourselves is just completely taken away from you. And so like I... I, on a weird way, like I understand what she was going through. Mm -hmm. And then of course, like immediately afterwards, like it's just like cameras and lights and, you know, and uh, my trauma, my own trauma, I relate to her because it's literally like reality TV just kind of like uses and abuses you, you mm -hmm. know, like mm -hmm. they make you super famous, they throw you in front of the cameras and then you are tossed out with the trash. It's just like, good luck, hope you don't die. Like, hope, you can, hope you can handle that stuff. Yeah. Um, which I didn't, you know, like I turned to drugs and alcohol. So uh, I hope that she <laughs> comes and works for reality TV in the United States and explains to these people how damaging these, these things can be yeah. so that we are given a little bit more help when we get out of the show. I'm already predicting something. Yeah, go. She is already having a pitch meeting with HGTV yeah. called Cave People. I love it. And uh, you're going to have a whole bunch of survivalists. Mm. There's a show called Alone. Have you ever seen this? No. Where, oh, it's so but good. But I do love the Celine Dion song or her cover. Oh. Yeah. Damn uh, So crazy. So good. Yeah. Heart. Oh, yeah. Heart, Heart is amazing, but Celine's cover is also just insane. It is a show where they put people on uh, an island and they don't know how far apart they are and they have to create their own structures. They have to get their own food. They have to do everything and they have to survive the longest, but they don't know how all the other people are doing in the competition. Very Hunger Games. Yeah. And if you tap out, like someone from a boat will come get you. But whoever is the last person wins like a million dollars. That's cool. But scary. Absolutely terrifying. Yeah, I don't uh, want to do that show. I don't have time don't for Appalachian coal miners. I don't even want to do Survivor anymore. I originally wanted to do Survivor. No. I don't want to do Survivor no more. You'd make it like no two and a half days yeah I, I originally auditioned for survivor i was very big i still am a huge fan and i think i would have done a great job 10 years ago no no see i could do like the physical yeah like, physical no but i would have been fine i love being outdoors you know like i built schools in malawi and but could you put your head in a glass box filled with scorpions i could do that yeah <laughs> i could i really could i'd be fine uh i've lived in hollywood kid I'm yes seriously <laughs> no i've got a weird thing where like if it is for 
um, a competition, mm -hmm. I can do anything, mm -hmm. which is very strange. But if it's like, no, if you're going to put a thing, but if it was like me in a room full of people and we all had to put our face in the bowl of scorpions, I'd be the first one in there because I would win something, which I actually never do. I never win anything. But I I think in my head I'm going to win something. Oh, I'd, 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 mm, I'd flip out. No, I'd, I'm always. I'd wait no, to see win. like what happened to Stacy first. Yeah, no, I'd be like, uh, <laughs> and then I'd be like did I win? Man. Did I win? And they're like, no, you didn't. And I'm like, oh. They were like, you didn't have to do yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. This is all from pledging Sigma Phi Epsilon. I can't tell you more than that, but I will tell you that I did some crazy shit Ugh. when pledging. And uh, yeah, crazy. Yeah, crazy shit. Did someone say an elephant walk? Yeah. Uh, it, oh, the elephant walk. Mm -hmm. Oh, what the am I? elephant walk. Well, we have one more story. Okay, yeah. And then we'll let you go. Thank you so much again for being here. Wait, um, it's my honor. Britney Spears yep. finished her brutally honest memoir and it will what? shake, 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 shake. Really? The world, 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 world. I'm here for it. I'm so excited. So Britney Spears' bombshell memoir will be an instant bestseller. Yep. Uh, the book is ready, bitch, uh, they said. No. Uh, we can reveal the Superstars memoir will be released in the fall, and publishing insiders have described the manuscript as inspiring. Really? And a groundbreaking instant bestseller. Britney's book is a story of triumph. Uh, it will cover her most vulnerable moments, her childhood being a little girl with big dreams, her breakup with Timberlake, the moment she moved her head. Oh, shaved her head. <laughs> the moment she moved her head. That's the name of the memoir. Uh, her battle with her family over her conservatorship. Uh, it's also a story of survival, finding her way out of the crippling conservatorship to finding happiness in her husband. I Muscari. need to know this. I love this. Comes out in the fall. Um... I'm, How I many pages is it going to be? I got two things. Mm -hmm. Oh, who's her ghostwriter? Oh, and well, he's on here. Is he? Yeah. Is he someone big? He's someone big. He helped write, uh, let's see. Yeah. The publisher is Simon & Schuster. Yep. Um, but the ghostwriter, go, let's see, go up a little. It's all about the ghostwriter. Sam Lansky. Ghostwriter Sam Lansky, he's an acclaimed novelist and journalist who has written for the Atlantic New York Magazine Time and has profited stars including Madonna, Nicki Minaj, and Adele. Cool, great, awesome. Mm -hmm. Great. Okay, so I look forward to reading it. Um, second of all, is she going to do the audiobook? Because no, it's going to be one run-on long sentence. It's I just want Britney Spears to be like, yeah, and then, you know, like I want the audiobook of this book. It's going to be written, all, written, 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 written to read by. That's read the by word. Britney yeah, Jean yeah. Spears. Yes, exactly. Need it. I would want that. I, I'm glad there's a ghostwriter because I. No, you can't. Her, it can't be an Instagram post. It can't be an Instagram post. Which is just post. like completely non sequitur. Peach emoji, dolphin, like, y'all don't even know, bitches. You're yeah. like, what are you talking about? What are about? you talking about? Are you okay? Is this a cry for help? Yeah. Do you need me to get on a plane? I want that, though. I want that, though. I think it's going to be great. And the book? The book. Yeah, I'm thrilled. It's going to be like four pages long, I, I think. I need to know about the audiobook, though, because I only do things on audiobook. Really? Yes, you I'm like having people read to you? with audiobooks. I'm obsessed with them. I crush them. Here's... <laughs> I really do. I've like, I, I'm about to finish one tonight, and I'm so excited to go on to the next one. There's 13 books in the series I'm currently reading. Like, I'm obsessed. <laughs> I crush audiobooks. Crush here's, my, here's my hopes for this book. Yeah. Punctuation and grammar. Yeah. Okay. Me too. Um, I also have some ideas for the title of the memoir. Oh, we don't know. It's untitled think, at the moment. I don't think it's okay, going to go. be, but here's some. Go. Me Against the Family. Oh, okay. Keep on Dancing in My Kitchen. Yeah. Yep. Um, oops, oh. I Did That Accent Again. <laughs> oh, no. Or my favorite, I'm a Slave 
for no one. Oh, I like that one. That would be good, right? That is very good and empowering. Thank you so much. That's like empowering. Uh huh. And this honestly has been so much fun. Oh, Frankie. I'm so grateful I'm that you had me on the show. Thank you, thank you, thank uh, you. And I, I thank you for educating me about what's going on in pop culture. I actually don't ever open my phone to look at Instagram or to actually that, yeah, I only follow some certain people. You know what I'm saying? You're I don't welcome. I don't do the pop culture thing. So my I'm glad mental you illness is here for you. Kept me posted on what's going on. Absolutely. I don't really know. Yeah, and yeah. make sure to check out I mean check out Summoning Sylvia wherever uh, Amazon Prime, Roku, what was the other one? Um I, I think whatever that YouTube is where you pay Apple for Plus. it. Apple TV yes. Plus, iTunes, it's all those good places. So 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 funny. Yeah, um, please do check If it you're out. in New York go support Titanic. Yes. I mean my God. And uh, I will see you at the Dragons and Dangerous Telethon I know, I'm on so excited. May 7th. Make sure to tune in. And as mm. always, we'll catch you next time. Make sure to rate and review and subscribe, please. God. Yes. Take care. See you next time on Just Saying with Justin Martindale. Bye. Mwah. Margo Martindale. Mm.